the three right away. Just attack the basket. James catches, puts up the three. Won't go. Rebound, box. Back out to Allen. His three-pointer. Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Boom shakalaka! Hello and welcome back to the Inside NBA Show. Uh, Wednesdays is the Midweek Grit and Grind, a weekly show previewing and reviewing the games every week. As always, we are brought here today by the Standard Squeeze, Ryan from Astute Newstead, and Fantasy Scores. I'm the Supercoach Matrix, and today I'm here with Filthy EIFS. Skitty, how are you, mate? How was your day? Oh, fantastic, mate. How good. NBA is back. We love to see it. I was uh, driving around all day trying to get me jobs done, and I've just had the NBA on every single time. Don't worry, I was being responsible. It was slid away, but I was listening to the audio for it catching the game when I could. So uh, two absolute ripping games today as well to start off. Um, I thought they were two fantastic games. Um, I love the uh, the who's your daddy chance by the Nuggets. Who's your daddy? <laughs> that is brilliant by them. So hats off to them. They got their rings as well. So fantastic. And then we had another great game in uh, Golden State with Phoenix knocking them over as the underdogs. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's get stuck into it, Matty boy. Yeah, and this show is brought to you by Fantasy Scores, uh, helping you level up your fantasy comps by giving you the analytics you need to punk cal- categories, assess player value, uh, find the right sleepers when it comes to your drafts. But now that that's over, uh, it has a trade assessment um, button. So it lets you know um, who is good for your build. So maybe a guy is like the 70th best player. Somebody's looking to get rid of him. But you start to work your build the way that you drafted in, and uh, he might be the 40th best player. So it helps you get fantastic value for your for your build. If you use the code INSIGHT um, at fantasyscores.com, you can get yourself five US dollars off. Um, and, of course, the standard squeeze have been our long-time sponsors. Um, they're always helping helping us out. Uh, so, this is actually some of Sato's home brew, actually, um, the owner of the Standard Squeeze. So um, <laughs> I tell you what, he does a good drop as well. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he, they've got wine coolers. They've got the ones that do, you know, your skinny little fancy pulse cans and all that. Um, I use my four-in-one every day, coffee in the morning, yeah. beer in the afternoon. Um but on the grit and grind, why it's called the grit and grind is I'm a massive Grizzlies fan, and uh, the the week can be a bit of a grind. So we're here to help you through your uh, your Wednesdays in Australia. It's probably more like Thursday mornings uh, for uh, the Americans. But um, but today we're going to be covering the the opening night, uh, and yep. we're going to preview tomorrow's twelve games. Um, we're going to go through who's relevant, but. I really don't think that you should be, you know, streaming players just yet. We need to see where all the pieces fall. There's 12 games tomorrow. We'll help you unpack it all. Um, but as you were saying, Daddy Joel, uh, Daddy Joel, uh, Daddy Joker, um, <laughs> Nuggets 119 defeated the Lakers 107. Uh, let's start with the Lakers. Davis started red hot and then, like, didn't score in the second half. Did absolutely no. nothing. 
No, he was playing very, very well in that. And there was good stretches of the second quarter where it was Jokic and Davis going back and forth against each other. It was fantastic. Watch, And then he just went to sleep. Like, he just didn't do anything. I know there was a few boys out there that needed him for 20 points for their multis, and he shit all over it. So, <laughs> sucks for that. But um, I was very, very impressed with Torrey and Prince, actually. That was, um, that was a beautiful shooting effort. He had 18... Three, an assist and a block. A good stream for today on 75% shooting with four threes. So, um, Torian had a, a really good game, but we have to put this out there. No Jared Vanderbilt for the Lakers today. Um, we're going to assume that they're going to do what they did last year. Vanderbilt straight into the starting lineup because we all know that Davis is a bitch and hates playing center. So, Vanderbilt normally fills that role. Um, if they're going to try and do what's best for the team, I think Torian Prince worked beautifully in there. And um, I would... Definitely hold Torian Prince if I had him, um, just to see what happens when Vanderbilt comes back. Not the first game because they could you slowly work him in, but he played well. Reeves and D'Angelo Russell. That oh, sorry, you go. While while we're covering that other forward spot, I did find mm. that Rui Hachimura uh, only got fourteen minutes. I probably mm. expected a little bit more of a minute split between Torian Prince. Were they riding the hot hand, or um, or do you think that Rui Hachimura was three of ten in in fourteen yeah. minutes? Uh, Torian Prince was a bit more of a passenger, allowed LeBron to get sixteen shots up, you know Davis to get seventeen shots. Both both Reeves and and Russell get eleven and twelve shots up. Um, you said about fit. Is it just that Hachimura could be a bit of a spark plug off the bench, and Torian Prince is just the better fit? Yeah, I. I think so. I mean, he was getting killed when he was out there as well, and he was taking some shit shots. Um, so I think, yeah, it, I think the way that uh, Torian Prince was matching up as well against um, Jamal Murray kind of like really helped them as well because Murray started absolutely killing Reeves and D'Angelo Russell um, later on in the third, and then they put Torian on him at the start of the fourth, and he went a little bit quieter. Um, so I reckon, yeah, it was a bit of a matchup kind of basis kind of thing there, but. I mean, I Rui was playing horrible, so it could have been either or. But I think it was roughly, um, I think it was roughly. Uh, Torian Prince was like well over him in minutes in the first half, anyway. So uh, I think the legs are pretty high on him. Yeah, and they've got him in. Obviously, they wanted to. Uh, they wanted to pay him. Um, mm. Look. People that they did pay this year was your boy Austin Reeves, one that we've discussed and argued a little bit about. Um, and right. I don't know how I can – we still, I don't think, can split it. Uh, Reeves was uh, 14, <laughs> 14 points, eight rebounds, four assists, whereas mm-hmm. D'Lo had the seven assists, so he had more assists, but just 11 points and four rebounds. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a bit of a battle there even on their own team, isn't it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think I take the uh, I think I take the win for the Reeves D'Angelo. As if you guys don't know, me and Maddie have got a bit of a thing going where he prefers D'Lo. I still I hate Reeves, but I prefer him for fantasy. Um, yeah, I'll take the extra three points, the extra rebound to the assist, the extra steal, and a couple of extra free throws. Assists so, are harder you know, to get, man. Mate, I don't care. Like I had, Reeves had more free throws. <laughs> I mean, actually, shit, he shot five or seven. That's pretty crap. Um, <laughs> yeah, now, nah, look, 
yeah, look, let's agree to disagree. It was tight, and they're both shit as each other. So that's yeah. fine. <laughs> look, they're both guys that you should have got around 100 in your draft. So you're not yeah, going to be exactly disappointed. Right. You're not going to be disappointed with either. We just like to have discussions about these things. Um, yeah, ESPN come out and said that uh, LeBron's on minute restrictions of yeah. 28 to 30 minutes a, uh, a night. Um, look, today... As I have a look at the minutes, uh, LeBron stuck to that. He played 20, uh, 29 minutes. He got mm. 21, 8, and 5, and he did just look like, you know, old LeBron out there, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was steamrolling at the start there. Like When when he gets that head of steam, no one's getting in front of him. I, it was, I think Christian Brown stood in front of him at one point, and he just and won him easy as hell. And you're like, what are you doing there, Shags? But hats off to him. But, uh, yeah, if we're going to see this, um, I think LeBron was uh, getting picked around like the late 30s, uh, around the 40s as well. And, uh, if you took him around there, then it's it's not bad. But if you took him any higher than that, this is warning signs bad uh, if he's only getting 30 minutes and you know you're going to get peak LeBron. So, um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. The other interesting point about the Lakers for this game, um, Jackson Hayes came off the bench first before Christian Wood. Um, even though Wood had more minutes than him, uh, they gave Hayes the nod first. Davis wasn't in foul trouble either, which was a very, very strange point. Um, I don't know why they see that. Maybe they valued Hayes as a better defender than Christian Wood is the only reasonable explanation for it and they didn't want to get him killed by Jokic. So um but yeah that's one that's one to keep an eye on there. Um if you have wood um yeah alarm bells there because we all know his defense is dog shit so um he needs those minutes to get some points. If you if you if you had wood you're probably floppy now and I'm just gonna leave that there. Um <laughs> let's 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 get into the nuggets. Um Joker Triple double. First game. What else of the do you season. want to say? What else do you Get, want to say? He's the fucking best in the league, Barna. That's unreal. Everybody else needs to get out of the gym and go over to Serbia and train horses in the off season because it obviously <laughs> works. You want me to wait there, did you? Yeah, yeah, I did really like that. Um, and just proven why he was the consensus number one pick oh. in fantasy for the second year in the row. Could you imagine if you decided to be a little bit different, you try to take like like Luca or something like that, number one, you see that for the first game, you just go, shit. Yeah. That I don't sucks. think too many people did. Nah, surely not. Um, no one watches this anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, KTP got 20 and, uh, and three steals. That sort of three and D guy just proving to be uh, chipping away. I don't think anyone overpaid him for drafts. He's on a lot of waivers. Um, mm. Yeah. He played really well and played a really big role for this team. Yeah. It seemed like all of the, um, you know, the Nuggets, like, key uh, key role players really played well and stepped up this game. Um, KCB, obviously, that, that's, a, that's a good line. I mean, he's not going to do it every night, but if you need steals or um, a couple of threes, he's always a good um, stream. And mm-hmm. he returned a lot. Um, a lot of good value today. Even hit the bingo, so that's bloody sensational by him. At sixty-six percent shooting as well with two threes, and then um, we look at Murray. Murray was just solid as ever. Twenty-one, six assists, two rebounds, and a nice lot, nice block. Also shooting at sixty-one percent. All of the starters for the Nuggets 
shot really well besides obviously um, Shot Porter Jr., who has never met a shot that he doesn't love. And he uh, it seems like nothing's changed this year because he just shot up every single goddamn shot that he uh, that he could. So, what Robert, I, Herbert, Herbert Aaron Gordon, mate. I was going to say, what I did like about Michael Porter Jr. was the 12 rebounds. That's something yes. that I've never really seen from him. Um, I do wonder if this is a bit of an outlier for this game, the fact that um, – that Davis is maybe a little bit smaller for a center or something along those lines. Maybe he didn't want to be in there at center, but don't expect 12 rebounds every night from Michael yeah. Porter Jr. I think but the real star. Like yeah, I think Jokic was more just like pulling Davis out a lot, which is why Davis had like, I think he had two rebounds till half time or something like that. Jokic just played, yeah. pushed him out of the paint really well. And then Porter was just flying over the top of everyone else. So they, the way the Nuggets played really made me. Like, have no worries about a championship hangover. Geez, they're going to be good again this year. Fuck, that was some good basketball to watch. Well, I thought that that actually got worse. And I think I'm still right. Like, you can't expect all these starters to, you know, to shoot at 60% every night. Even Aaron Gordon um, shot at 63.6%. I just, they just didn't go that deep. And the guys that come off the bench didn't really do anything it just worries me if they do get an injury that they don't have the cover yeah no i agree there as well i mean the the thing i liked about what the nuggets (laughs) did as well is that they didn't have all of the bench guys on at one time they would have either murray or murray and um gordon or Jokic and kcp along with a couple of the other guys so they really spaced it out well malone coached that beautifully and um yeah, that was um, it. Was just a masterclass to watch. In all honesty, they pushed the pace when they needed to. They looked like they were in control the whole game. Even when the Lakers started coming back, um, they never like let them get a sizable lead. They just really controlled the whole game so well. And um, I mean, let's we can't sit here as well and not mention what everyone's talking about, and that's Reggie Jackson dropping LeBron on that three, um, even though he's still on his foot. But still, who cares? Let's let's give Reggie Jackson his five seconds in the sun. Good on you, Reggie. <laughs> Mate, I thought you were gonna you were gonna start going into Aaron Gordon. And please tell me why we should look in every one of our competitions to see if Aaron Gordon's drafted. Oh yeah, no, he has to be. It's it's one of those ones as well where he plays such a good role next to Jokic as well. So he had 15, 7, 5, 2 steals, a block shot at 60, uh, 63% and hit a 3 as well. We know his only downfall is his free throws, but if he doesn't take free throws, that's a big bloody win. So I also would say hold Gordon as well because if Jokic goes out, he's going to be playing a bigger role as well. Um, and, yeah, if if Gordon is on your waiver wire, it's it's just an ad and you've got to just keep on, keep on saying how he's going to go because if he returns that line like that, you're not going to be pissed off. He could be set and forget. Um, I know oh, yeah. that he was going later in draft. Just He's not a sexy player anymore. I know in Orlando, like, years ago, everybody expected him to be an all-star, a superstar. Mm. I think yeah. he's just a fantastic, I want to say role player, but he's a fantastic starter on a great team. Yeah, I agree. He does everything that you need, like, a role player to do. So I think he's just like the the star role player. That's a, yep. that's the best way to put it. But he's not going to be – he's not on Jamal Murray or Jokic's spec. But he's, he's like bloody good at what on, he does. He's like Andre Iguodala. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously not a direct comparison, but it's it's pretty much yeah. No, I'm, yeah. I'm role, role, there, role wise, and yeah. and congratulations to Iggy for retiring the other day. Yeah. Um, what a legend was, was fantastic. Yeah, um, absolutely. Speaking of. Eggy, uh, he played his best basketball for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, they could have used him today. So um, Suns were <laughs> defeated. Suns defeated the Golden State Warriors in what was a nail blighter in the end. Yeah. Um, Booker, 32, 8 and 6. Um, he had, I think, 21, I want to say, at halftime. Um, yeah. yeah, he repays the owners. He was taken in the first round of some drafts. Yeah. I didn't take him in the first round at all, but I got him in the second round, and I'm extremely happy with that. That's yeah. that's good value, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. What you want to see from Point Book, um, thirty-two, six and eight, and he had he only had uh, four assists about halfway through the fourth quarter, and then he assisted on the next four in a row for the Suns, just showing that he can do it. Um, we do have to just be a little bit cautious here because Bill wasn't playing, so. Um, we know Bill's going to want to – well, hopefully Bill doesn't take too many shots away from KD and Book, but um, it's Bill and that's all he pretty much does. So um, wait and see how that goes. But, geez, the, the fast-paced offense from the Suns was, like, really good to watch, but, God, they shot like crap. My God. Um, Eric Gordon shot 4 of 16. Grayson Allen, 0 of 6. If you picked him up for the day, sucked in. That was a shit pick. 0 of 6 with four rebounds, two assists, and nothing else. Um, Kevin Durant shot 7 of 22. Let's not expect that anymore. But I think, um, obviously, with how good Bill played, and he was the obvious star of the night. But Nurkic and Okogi, geez, what great games they played. That was fantastic. Nurk's been doing this quietly for years. It wasn't that long ago that he was a he was a top fifty player. But people forget when you've been injured for so long. Like you start to you start to see him sliding in drafts again. I don't expect him to be on your waiver wire, but at least just you know click the players tab and just just double check. He was on the waiver wire in one of our our comps that only went one hundred and twenty players deep. Uh, definitely, he's fourteen and fourteen and looked great out there. Yeah. Um, small injury concern. I saw him clutching yeah, his shoulder, shoulder yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah I'm not 100 percent sure what was going on, but uh, he copped a. He stood in front of a drive from I think it was Wiggins, and he copped one just up in the top, like in the shoulder, rotator cuff area. Uh, had laid on the ground a little bit after that. I think he'll be all right. He came back on after, but he spent probably about five six minutes on the bench just getting it looked at. Um, I think he should be good to go um, next game. If not. Um, Drew Eubanks, he was he would look very good uh, coming off the bench there for the Suns. If Nurkic goes down, snap up Eubanks immediately. That is a good source of rebounds and blocks. You know what? He looked better than the box score. Like if you didn't yeah. get the, it's it's relatively easy. I know I go home and I can I can watch two games while the missus what's farmer what's a wife or whatever's on. <laughs> uh, but um, I can watch two games. But on those ones that there's twelve games on and you maybe don't get the opportunity, I think that you'd look at that stat line and see you know one of one of three shooting in nineteen minutes. You know mm-hmm. seven rebounds, two assists, and three blocks, and thinking that he had a quiet game. Mm-hmm. He looked really good out there. So he's yeah. passing the eye test. And so did like 
just blokes like Yuta Watanabe and and Eric Gordon did what he always did does shots shoots twenty five percent. But these bench guys <laughs> from the Suns were a lot better than I expected. We've seen Drew do good things when given the opportunity, but the eye test is maybe this guy in twenty minutes could be a play in deeper formats. I agree. I'm just, a, I want to see it on the next game because he was only versing Dario Saric, who is a little bit short of that, him, not as strong as him, um, and tries to use more of a floor spacing kind of role. So he wasn't really contesting Eubanks for rebounds. But I'm, I'm, I'm riding that train with you and I'm keeping a solid eye on him on that next game that the uh, Suns play. Um, look, I don't think that there's too much we need to talk about apart from. Uh, your boy Grayson Allen. Um, oh, it's actually <laughs> Owen. Yes, it's well. actually Owen Allen. Sorry, because uh, he was <laughs> Owen six today. Um, Got his blog. <laughs> Look, I, I hope you don't trip up on that one. No, I'm never tripping up on that piece of shit <laughs> after he broke Caruso's arm. <laughs> but um, Eric Gordon took sixteen shots, so I suppose yep. the opportunity is there. Um, no Beal, though. No Beal, though, yeah. So 31, let's see what happens. Yeah. Yep. What about State Kogi? What do, you think, now what do you think about a Kogi, oh, though? Just 17-5-1. He, he's probably on your waivers. That's the best game he's ever played, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> By far. I sort of thought that Kata bates Diop might get some uh, get some minutes in that Akogi role, but look, I don't expect him to get 32 minutes every night. Mm. I think they kept him out there because he was just a hustler. He was out mm. there. He was pumping his boys up. His energy got them through that really dark patch where they, uh, where mm. they you know, started to, to drop off to the Suns. They got up quite high early Suns came back and then Akogi pulled him back with, with his energy. Yeah. He really just, he defended Steph pretty well as well. Like he was keeping in front of him as well as you can. Um, but then yeah, obviously Steph stepped. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought Akogi's defense was really, really good. And then just surprisingly, I, I think he had three and ones in this game and then hit a very clutch three right at the end of the fourth, at the end of the shot clock. So, yep. um, yeah, that was – it was a sensational game from him. Um, I mean, shit, if you're thinking about picking up a Kogi, let's just wait and see when Beal gets back. I think he will be the other starter. I thought it was going to be a bit of a – yeah, I was on the same page as you with Kata Bates stay up or maybe even Nasir Little. Um, but, yeah, if, if a Kogi can play like that and be just that spot up and then slash it when need be and then play great defense, he's the perfect one – to sit alongside Bill, KD, and Book. So, um, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. Because they're not super deep. And to be honest, no. Nasir Little oh. will probably start next week. He hasn't missed a shot this year yet. He's yeah. one of one <laughs> in two two minutes and 53 seconds. So. I'm sure, man. I was going to pick him up uh, like two years ago when he played for Paul and then he had his shoulder injury. I was like, damn, he, he has a nice little like, fantasy game, but he's just been smacked by it. So, um yeah, I doubt he'll get a shot here on Phoenix as well. Look, um, let's go on to the Golden State Warriors because we've still got 12 teams to talk about. I could talk to you about yes. NBA all, all night, yeah. mate. Um, yeah, but, but I'm also starving. Um, <laughs> Steph Curry, 27-5-1 on 40%. Um, look, that's great. 
maybe not great for those people that took him top five because CP3 got a lot of Steph's usual assists. Mm. Um, CP3 still played 34 minutes for 14 inefficient points, uh, but the nine assists are probably what I saw come away from Steph. Um, tell me about mm. Steph, CP3, what you see with their roles coming forward. Yeah, I thought the same thing that you saw. I mean, they they the offense didn't look like the Warriors of old, and I don't know if that's because they were trying to integrate CP3 into it, or if they didn't have because they didn't have Draymond. It just seemed like there wasn't as much movement as there normally is. They did a couple of pick and rolls with Wiggins, had he butchered so many layups. Oh, what Wiggins was? What was he? Four of twelve, and I reckon he five of his misses were layups at the ring, like that weren't contested either. So um, I don't know if they were trying to integrate him a bit more or if, yeah, what it, what it was, but their offense looked a lot more stagnant at times. And then they, the next stop, one, they'd come out and they just do this fast-paced offense where Steph's just doing some crazy bullshit that he always does. Um, so, but yeah, I think the ball, the ball seemed like it was fairly split. So um, if we're going to expect that, then yeah, Steph down on assists and... Yeah, he is going to be more into that shooting guard role. Um, and then Chris Paul's going to be more of the point guard. But I want to see what happens when Dre's back. I can't see them always playing with, like, not starting Kevon Looney because Dre's 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, what if they come up yeah. against Jokic? He's going to feast. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I agree with you. Um, I think that they'll nearly try and back back Dre, but Looney's gonna gonna get his minutes. Uh look, let's just we're talking about Looney. Uh Kavon Looney uh will mm. always be a rebound streamer in yeah. in my eyes. Um 7-11, the great news for for guys that did bring him in this week was the fact that he didn't get to the free throw line because he is <laughs> like he he makes me look like Steph Curry from the free throw line to be honest. Um, um we, we were chatting about Wiggins. Wiggins was benched down the stretch. He was really mm. disappointing. And he was minus 22 in his plus minus out there. Just awful. No counting. Oh, one rebound and one block in 27 minutes. So let's call it no we'll, counting stats. Absolutely you'll take the block, dog. though. You'll take the block. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you'll take it. You're still disappointed with the fact that you drafted yeah. him at 95. Yeah. Yeah. Me being one of those blokes, I really thought that his rebounds were going to spike um, with having to play more power forward. But no, he decided to be a coward and let the six foot guards out rebound him by five hundred percent. So uh, there you go. But um, yeah, I thought it's just it's just one game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, then also Clay who had 15, 7, 3, and 1. Nice to see Clay with some counting stats. Um, it, that's that's a nice little surprise, although he screws you with field goal percentage where he had 33, 33% shot 6 of 18, which really hurts. Three threes, you'd, be, you'd take that. So, um, he was, yeah. He was Clay cold as get, fuck in the first. Oh, shocking, wasn't he? I mean, I think even when he hit his, like, hit his first three, he was like, Thank God. Like, I think it took him five shots or so. So, um, yeah, the Warriors have a bit to just work out. They really turned it on in that third quarter and looked a lot better. But, yeah, they um, it didn't look like the Warriors were used to be seeing, especially against a Phoenix team that 
really doesn't have a lot of defense. So, um, yeah. and then any anything from the bench? Is there anything that took you fancy there? From yeah, the we're gonna we're gonna have to move along to these other games. But all I just say that like Kaminga and Moody almost cancel each other out. If they just had one of those guys on the bench, then I think that we could get somebody really, really manageable for, for fantasy. And Dario Saric looked actually quite good watching him with the eye test. But again, much like you drew Eubanks, by the time you come on and have a look at the fact that he only scored, what, seven and seven, look, probably just not worth an ad. And once Dre comes in, that role's going to be diminished. Yeah, agreed. Just quickly, don't expect those um, steal outputs from um, the Warriors. I know Moody got three and Kaminga got two and Peyton got three. Um, Phoenix's ball movement was just shit house halfway through the third there. They were just turning everything over. Um, it's like they weren't 100% on what they were doing yet. Um, they'll get better at that. And, um, yeah, those steal numbers aren't going to be like that every game. All right, man. Um, we'll, there's 12 games tomorrow, uh, and go. we don't really need stream options just yet. Um, but let's chat about some things we're excited to see and some stuff that we're going to keep an eye on for fantasy. Uh, the first game, Atlanta versus Charlotte. And I believe it's the first game due to time zones. Um, but uh, I'm, interest, I'm interested in watching Sadiq Bay, Jalen Johnson, Bogdan, mm-hmm. and Hunter's minutes. Who do you think is going to get the bulk of the minutes there between that small forward and power forward? Uh, bulk of the minutes, she's. I don't. I mean, I think the start will go to Bay and Hunter because that's what they did in that last preseason game where Johnson and Bogey both played as well. I think that Bogey will get the majority of the minutes there. I don't. I, but I don't feel confident about that. It just depends on the size where they're going up against the Hornets. Um, so. Think it would be yeah, Bogey and Hunter would be getting the bulk of the minutes there over Johnson and Bay. I'm going the other way. I think that Bay's going to get the bulk of the minutes. I think Bogey's going to play that bench role where he also slides across and you know does a bit of bench point guard things. Yeah. Um, Hunter's just going to get minutes. That's right. But yeah, like, he does cardio. He's going to be. He's That's not going to be that <laughs> relevant. Um, nah. All right, a Kongwu versus Capella. Give me your case. Um, fantasy this year, not who you think's better. My bad. Fantasy this year, who do you want? Well, I would take a Congo because if he starts shooting threes like he was doing in the preseason, he's basically on par with Capella. But if he can shoot threes, then he just easily surpasses Capella. So, um, he'll, yeah, for the fantasy year, yeah, I'll take a Congo easily. Ship Capella off. Yeah. Um, and there was, you know, a little bit of chatter about maybe um, Memphis looks at somebody like Capella or Robert Ooh. Williams the third um, to replace Stephen Adams. So uh, Which one we've would got you a bit choose? of money. Being a Memphis fan, who would you choose, Robert Williams or Capella? And Robert Williams' Capella. asking price is a bit higher. Capella, right? If it gets me, if it gets me a, if I have to use the second round pick instead of a first round pick, maybe. Um, with Charlotte, there's a lot of moving pieces. I'm not going to get into the Miles Bridges. We'll be able to do that in, in a couple weeks time, uh, when he's due back. Uh, but I'm excited to see how Charlotte uses PJ Washington. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, just to see that the makeup of that team, there's a big of a log jam at center. They have used PJ Washington at center in the past. I think Lamelo and Terry Rozier will be good. But yeah, it's just to see if he plays a little bit of that center, a little bit of that power forward. He yeah. is a piece that they need firing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he's a player that can go really hot or really cold. So. Um, yeah, hopefully he's fine. This one, I wouldn't expect him in a lot of center this game just because Hawks do have a Congo and um Capella, so they're both bigger, bigger centers with good athleticism. I think they're going to need Richards and Mark Williams to really be firing and switched on. Um, I see that the the line is currently Atlanta three and a half. Where are you going? I'm going Atlanta. Yeah, I'm taking Atlanta as well at the line. All right, I won't write that down. I'll be. We'll do it. We'll do a little little bit of a bolter bet for a uh, yeah. for a for a little four pack or something there uh, as yeah, we go good. through. And if this becomes a weekly thing, um, I'm going to enjoy so my good. beers and uh, my humble pie. Uh, look, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, Washington versus Indiana next. Um, interested to see how this high octane, exciting Washington team mm. looks. Pacers were actually one of the worst defensively last year. So it could be a bit of a shootout the way that you see, like, you know, the way that Poole plays. Um, I think it'll be tied to how – who holds the ball for starters. Like, Tyce Jones is such a steady, calculated guard, whereas Poole yeah. is high octane, a little bit of a hot head, will just jack up shots, will Take the the thirty percent chance of getting an assist to uh, to score on. He's a lot more exciting to watch. But Tyus is going to slow things down, keep it going. I think it could be determined about who holds the ball for the majority of the time, which might be a weird take. But no, I, I think you're absolutely spot on there. The only other thing that we got to throw in there is that there's also Kuzma on this team who also loves to be a hothead and shoot the ball as much as he can. So. Um, I think Denny Abdi is going to be pissed off pretty much this whole season that he's going to be open and just not get the ball. It's going to be the coups in the pool show. So I'm here for it. Can't wait to see how this is going to turn out for him. Yeah, I think if it does, like some of the guys on your waiver wire, and you've mentioned him already, uh, is that Denny Abdi yeah. and your Corey Kispert. Like they are guys that could be possible pickups in that Tyus Jones world where where he holds the ball where he slows things down where Corey Kispert is taking wide open shots from the corner um, because the attention's elsewhere um Danny Avdia always going to be a steel streamer but yeah this new makeup of this team I'm not sure who to who to make of it and basically everybody else will be rostered except for Dia and Kispert uh, yeah, I actually don't like either of them. Uh, I think the only people that are going to be fantasy relevant this year for the Wizards, uh, besides streams, are Jones, Paul, Kuzma, and Gafford. Uh, I think unless people get injured, um, I don't want to have any of them because Kismet needs the ball. He's not going to get any shots because he doesn't do fuck all else. And Avdia, he can get some rebounds and steals and stuff, but he gets some nice assists, but he's never going to get the ball. So, um, yeah, that's... That's it for the Wizards. And I can't wait to see how this goes tomorrow because it could be fireworks or it could be an absolute train wreck. And I'm so here for it. I actually love to watch a train wreck. I'm flying to Fiji tomorrow and I really hope I get a, I really hope I have Wi Fi on the plane so that I can watch some of these. Um, <laughs> but um, 
Interested to see the minutes between Jarris and Obi uh, for Indiana. Yes. I think we know what we're going to get. I think Halley's going to have a fantastic year, maybe even Shay like from last year. But Jarris and Obi are the ones that are probably on your waiver wire and you're going to see. Jarris probably had the better preseason, would you say? Uh, yeah, I think they oh, – Jarris had a bloody good first game and then Obi had a pretty good last game. Um yeah, I'm interested to see it. I think that Jarris has the better fantasy game, but I think Obi will get the nod with more minutes to start. So I'm interested to see how that goes. I'm also interested to see what happens with Buddy Heald on this Indiana team. They played him in the preseason. Benedict Matherin obviously started. He's requested a trade but still playing Buddy Heald. So I want to see what's going on there, if they're going to give him – you know, give Benedict most of the minutes and then Buddy off the bench. So, And then also Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown is going to yep. be very interesting to watch uh, how he's going to start out here in Indiana. So, um, yeah, this will, be, this will be a good test to see how they start off against the Wizards. Um, Hallie probably going to get a triple, uh, probably get a double-double quite easily, I would say. Um, he could be, be assist high. leader this year if Indiana can him. make their shots. I've got him for assist leader. Yeah, cool. I, I think he will do it quite quite well, actually. Uh, at the, the line. What, sorry, the what's line. The line? So, line, yeah. Line. Indiana minus seven and a half. I'm going to take Washington. Shit, I was thinking about doing that. Just be a bit sideways, but now nah, I'm going Indy. All right, cool. I'm, right. I've got it down on the thing. Uh, let's have a look at Boston versus New York. Um, are, are there any injuries in this? Sorry, I've meant to be thrown over for you. This is new no, for no, us too, guys. Yeah, sorry, we're getting the boys like far out. We're we're trying our best here. Um, Nick's clean bill of health, um, and Boston Al Horford's game time decision. But fuck, he's always going to be game time decision. He'll play this one. He only doesn't play on back to back. Yep. Um, let's have a look at. They're both good teams. There's probably a bit of value on in the Knicks. Uh, Boston have some moving parts. It'll be interesting. Maybe there'll be some teething issues to start. Uh, my question is, who's going to be the fifth guy in Boston? The other starter? Yep. No, no, not the other starter. Who's going to be the most productive? Oh, the most productive. So outside of Pussingas, Brown, Tatum, and Holiday? Yeah. Well, it's going to be White. It's it's easily going to be white there. Um, I think he plays pretty well off of Tatum and Brown, um, and he's such he's such a good defender for a guard. Um, and then, but then again, they don't have it. Like Boston, don't have anyone else. They have Al Horford, who's almost dead. They've got Peyton Pritchard, who's six one and got the physique like me, kind of, but more athletic and better at everything. And but then, not as nice who, of a beard. I've got I've got him covered in in beard. I would I would say I think he and, can't even grow and body one, hair so. in general. I heard. So. <laughs> Mate, stop looking at me in the shower. Um, <laughs> but then they have got Hauser, no Brissett, no like, jeez, they're they're so top heavy the Celtics. So I'm I'm keen to see how they all work together. I think they can work together as well. Um, pretty well. They, they're some good two-way players that play on this team. So I'm very interested to see how 
Boston roll out tomorrow. But I think White starts, gets bulk minutes, and then Horford plays that extra kind of role there. He's kind of switching these six. Yeah, I've taken Horford deep in some leagues, so I expect him to be productive. But when I have a look at the Knicks, like Mitchell Robinson was on waivers in some leagues. I've picked him up on waivers in two leagues, and he should not be. Um, He doesn't shoot free throws well. Um, He doesn't get you any assists or steals or anything like that. He's still a really good player that, you know, is always a chance of a double-double. He's going to get you some blocks. And um, I don't think Hartenstein's coming for his minutes. So check your waiver wires for Mitchell Robinson. And um, I will watch how Quinton Grimes and Emmanuel quickly come off the bench because I still think the sixth man is going to be between one of those guys. See who grabs it by the balls and see uh, if there's a waiver wire pick up there. You don't think it'll be Josh Hart? I think Josh Hart will do what Josh Hart does. Yeah. All the time. I don't think there's any room to grow from Josh Hart's age from what he gives. I love Josh Hart. You know, you could put it, put my face on a uh, on a t shirt, uh, talking about Josh Hart with how much I've talked about him and how much I like I'll his out of position. I love his out of position rebounds a lot, but I don't think he's going to be any better at any further point in his career than he is right now. Yep, I can say that. What's the line? We got Boston minus three. Okay, you can call it first this time because I call All it right. first time. Uh, I. I'd like the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, I'm going the Knicks too. So let's just yeah. uh, let's just rule that one out. Um, yeah. Houston versus Orlando, and if we thought that Indiana and Washington could be anything, this actually could be anything. Oh yeah. Um, are there any yeah. injuries? Uh, yes. Yeah, so Tari Eason and Victor Oladipo are both out for the Rockets, and um, Gary Harris is game time decision for. The magic. Um, don't I don't think he'll play, but um, you'd never really know. They haven't really given much away yet. Um, so yeah, this will be a really really interesting game. Um, I can't wait to see this new Houston team. I mean, Freddie Van Vliet in, Dylan Brooks in. Um, yeah, we're like they're both very bad field goal percentage players. They have the worst. Field goal percentage. Yep. They are both the worst field Green. goal percentage shooter with over a thousand shots, and they That's add them it. to a team with Jalen. That is outrageous. There could be more missed shots than Phoenix had today. Like that is crazy to think about. Yeah, this they can could the... have more misses than an Arabian prince. I think. Oh, very good from you. <laughs> they have a lot. Yes. Black yes. Person. Exactly. Actually, um, yeah. There could be there could be a lot going on. There could be a lot of rebounds to go around. Um, interested to see in uh, Smith Jr. Um, yep. to see his role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shangoon. Um, I just really hope that Shangoon gets the opportunity that we hope that he had last year. That yeah. that we hope that he would get last year that he never really got. Yeah, I agree. There, they. Um... He could really, uh, really look good this year. Um, obviously, he's such a good all-round player, and I just hope that the Rockets realise that and are able to show that off. Um, I'm worried that Fred's going to like because obviously they didn't have a point guard last year. 
No. So because they had case um sorry um KPJ. KPJ. Um, yep. Yeah. Thank God he's gone. The piece of shit. And um, yeah. Yeah. I'm a little bit. I want to see how they're going to run their offense. Um, it's going to be very, very interesting to watch. I don't think – and Amen Thompson. Can't wait to see Amen Thompson um, coming off that bench. I think he's going to be the outright six-man now, especially with Tari not playing um, and KPJ is gone. So, yeah, can't wait to see Amen. He's going to be a hell of a player. So, um, hopefully they yeah, give cool. him some – um Orlando, we've got that real log jam at guard, don't we? So we've oh, got yeah. faults, we've got Suggs. Um yeah, like it's really hard to see what they're gonna do. Like even Wagner <laughs> could be even Wagner could be one of those really, really good, I suppose, guards. Uh so when I have a look at these guys, I think think that the opportunity is going to go to Fultz because he is the better defender. Um, but, yeah, you're just going to have to wait and see what we get from Orlando uh, as we head into Cleveland and Brooklyn. Look, when I had a look at Cleveland, uh, there was only really four guys owned from, from Cleveland. Uh, you've got your Garlands, you've got your Donovan Mitchells, you've got your Van Mobley's, and you've got Jarrett Allen. Uh, Jarrett Allen is ruled out tonight. Um Ricky Rubio won't be playing as well. Um, Garland's apparently a game-time decision. Uh, uh, Niang is starting. I know that he's been copping a little, little bit of uh, a little bit of slack for the um, for where he's come into uh, the photo shoot, looking a little bit like me with the dad bod. Um, but yeah, Ni- Niang looks fantastic oh, there. The minivan. Oh, what a man! Yeah, he looks a bit like me with his shirt off, I reckon. You know me, I'm a massive Cavs fan, and I could not be more proud of seeing that man represent the Cleveland Cavaliers because far out, that is an absolute rig. And starting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I would assume that he's going to start, um, yeah, with uh, Struess uh, and without Allen. So, Yep, that's going to be a bloody interesting game tomorrow. Um, I'm, I, I am very worried about <laughs> how that's going to go for the Cavs tomorrow. Um, I think the size of the Nets may be a little bit too much for the Cavs without Allen, but we'll see how that goes. It's a good opportunity to see how good Mobley is going to be um, if he's the starting center. I think the thing with Brooklyn is, yes, they're going to be extremely hard to score on. And you have a look at their starting lineup with your Ben Simmons, your Dinwiddies, your Mikael Bridges, and your Nick Claxtons, and your, and your Finney Smith. But they've got to score some points at some stage. I really expected Cam Johnson uh, to be there in that starting lineup. Um, he still could be. Uh, but, look, Cam Johnson's going to get some opportunities to score a lot of buckets. Um, but... Yeah, like there's just there's so much defense out there. Um, I actually like Dinwiddie off the ball. I think that um, I think okay. that Ben Simmons will be yeah. Like I don't hate it. I don't hate it for the Brooklyn Nets. Maybe not so much for fantasy, but yeah, yeah. I think that he'll get some. I think he'll get a lot more points at shooting guard. So like the same kind of thing as how um, how he was doing it in Dallas with Luca. I can I can see yeah. that too. He was good. Yep. He was good. Yep. 
Um, let's head head across to Minnesota versus Toronto. And I just got that new book on uh, Toronto by Alex Wong. So I'm excited to read that. Um, but uh, anything that we heard about Scotty Barnes uh, being injured, it looks like he's playing, looks like he's yeah. starting. Yeah, uh, Dennis Schroeder will be starting at point guard, though. I know that, that Scotty's come out to the press and said he wants to be a point guard. There's no real mm-hmm. backup point guard, so we presume that there might be a little bit of a job share there. But Toronto looked pretty good with um, Schroeder, Ananobi, Barnes, Siakam, and um, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yeah. <laughs> what um? Unreal. What do you? Yeah. Unreal. What do you? Is, do you think anybody? Yeah. No. Uh, underrated. How funny I am. Um. I'm yeah. glad that he's laughing and lucky it's not alive. Um. Because everybody <laughs> would be in stitches. But yeah. uh, Gary Trent Jr., you've got Grady Dick, and you've got Chris Boucher um, out of anyone on the bench there. Do you see anybody yeah. viable to pick up outside of those starting that starting lineup? And Schroeder isn't even rostered in that many leagues. So, Yeah, um, I like Cock, yeah. Yeah, you like Grady Dick? <laughs> no, no, I hate Grady Dick, but I like Cock. Um, yeah. now, Schro- I think Schroeder could return some pretty good uh, fantasy value. Um, maybe a couple of assists. Uh, you get some good points. He's a, he's a pretty good scorer, as we saw what he did on the Lakers when people get out of his way. Um, we know Boucher can put up some fantasy points if he gets the opportunity, but we know that you know he's not as great of an NBA player as he is in fantasy. So um, he's not going to get the minutes because Pearl's there. So um, yeah, I can't. I, I mean. I mean, I, I I know Trent's been drafted in a few leagues, and I don't even I don't even like Trent anymore now that Schroeder's probably going to take majority of his minutes. So this Raptors team again, it's like the Magic and it's like the Rockets. It's just an absolute goddamn logjam. So um, yeah, no, I, these are all the questions that we have answered. We can give our best take on who we know is a good producer for fantasy, but we have to. It's not up to us. It's up to the coaches and how much they play and how they play. So, yeah. yeah. So when we have a look at Minnesota, um, it looks like Jaden McDaniels is out. So yeah, he's out. Let, yeah, so I think Kyle Anderson will get those uptick of minutes. Um, yep. you've, got your, you've got your Mike Conley's. You've got your Anthony Edwards, which was a consensus second-round pick. Um, we have your, uh, your Carl Anthony Towns and your Rudy Gobert. I think Minnesota could be in a bit of strife this year. In a bit of strife, you reckon? Yeah. I think they could be ordinary. I, I can see that. I mean, their record was a little bit better once Mike Conley got there um, when they got rid of D'Lo shot chucking. So, um, I don't know. I think they'll be around the mark. I reckon they'll be playing again this year. And, yep. yeah, that's... I mean, I don't know. They haven't got much. Well, they get Shake Milton um, to come in as a backup point guard. Like, eh, I guess that's great. They resigned Miles Reed, so that's good. Yeah, there's there's not much going on there, and there's not too much to pick up. I know people have been picking up Nas Reed, but I think when it comes to Actual games, when it comes to game time, Nas Reed, like they they might even play Carl Anthony Towns at a bit of center as opposed oh, yeah. to getting Nas Reed much more than 18, 20 minutes a night. Yeah, I agree. I think Nas Reed can actually play next to Towns, though. 
So I yep. can see him like like one of them two running the power forward and then while the other one runs the center. So yeah, I can see that. But most importantly, Toronto minus one. Where are you going with this one, mate? Because I got no fucking idea. Raptors for me. I'm going Minnesota. Raptors for Maddie, minus one. That's good value. All right. To quote the great Rob Kennedy, we move on and we are looking at OKC versus Chicago. Excited for this one, Maddie. I can't wait to see Chet. And look. Who's he going to be defended by? Patrick Williams? It could be a really good battle. I think it will be. Yeah, I think it will be Pat Williams. I don't think Vucevic can run with him. He's obviously got the strength on him, but shit. Vuce can't get up that much anymore. So I think Jeff could have a game. I've traded for Chet preseason. And yeah, there's so many OKC people owned in your leagues because everybody's high on getting these these high upside guys, uh, but there probably is a bit of value on your waiver wire because there is only, in some cases, there is only three Chicago Bulls rostered in 144 yeah. player leagues. So you start to look at your Kobe Whites, you start to look at um, who's going to get the minutes at guard because uh, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan and Vucevic are all getting on in age. They're not going to play 40 minutes a night. So there's going to be opportunities and watching this game might have you being first for some fantasy absolute gold. Yep, I agree there. I I want to see my main thing that I want to watch in this game is what the hell goes on with DeMar DeRozan because in the preseason, he wasn't getting as many shots. I think he was getting like maybe 33% uh, shots less than Levine um, and almost equivalent as White. So I want to see what the hell is going on with DeMar here because, geez, this could be – this might not be good for DeMar. He might be on his way out of Chicago as well. So um, DeMar, I see it. The less I hate it. So uh, uh, (laughs) Nice one, Drake. (laughs) um (laughs) look let's um let's duck in um to the pelicans versus my grizzlies oh what's the line what's the line okay c minus one yeah chicago really i'm going okay c yep cool yep lovely let's Let's have a look at my Grizzlies and Sandy Aldama's out, which was looking to be a main beneficiary of the (laughs) fact that Stephen Adams was out. Uh, It looks like X Tillman will get a bump from that and maybe a Zaire Williams as well. Um, unless they start to slide around, you know, your Derek Rose at point guard and start to move Bain down to the small forward. I think X will get 30 minutes. Okay. Which means that he should be rostered in all formats. Yep, yep. I can. I definitely agree with that. I think that's. Um, I think that's a lot to have Tillman um, to be drafted somewhere. So, yep, love that call. My question is, Zaire Williams, are you going to have a go? Would you have a go at him if you had a free roster spot? Because I think he would be the most inclined player that I would take out of tomorrow's games if I had a free roster spot. Yeah, look, I I'm not gonna have a go 
today, but mm-hmm. I think that you could get 10 minutes into this game and you could just be adding him. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm just a not worried like, about Roddy. Yeah. Look, Roddy, Roddy didn't look fantastic. Um, yeah. Looked a little bit overweight. Um, Zaire was Boy, taken so. a lot higher than Roddy as well. They're probably a little bit higher. Um, yeah, look, and like you're not going to see like a Kenny Lofton or anything like that play any. any yeah, I think that um, I think that Zaire is going to be um, if he's he's probably not starting, but I do think that we'll see a bit of Zaire this year. Uh, he okay. has the opportunity to grow anyway in this team. Oh, sweet. Well, then I'm not taking him with a free roster spot. So sweet. Thank you. <laughs> you can, you can. You're probably in a lot of legs with me as well. Um, there's yeah, not sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's not too much I want to look at with the Pelicans because <laughs> look, we know that Trey Murphy's out, um, Jose yeah. Alvarado's out. Um, some no. guys will get a bump, but once they're back, that'll be there. All right. So Memphis and who have the Pelicans? So who, the Pelicans. who are you taking? What's the line? Well, they haven't got the line out yet, so let's just say it's 50-50 straight down the guts because I'm, go- I'm going Memphis. Pretty much- yeah, Memphis I thought you were. Me. That's why I'm going Pelicans. Excellent. I'll yeah. take that. Let's head into Sacramento and the Jazz. This could be another team, like especially the Jazz, um, where Talon Horton Tucker is expected to start at point guard. Um, yep. Still small forward shooting guard eligible. Mm-hmm. Look, you'd love if he got point guard eligibility, but, you know, your Johnny Collins is intriguing. You know, you, we know what, you know, you're going to get good results out of marketing and Kessler, but there could be yep. a bit of value out there for um, for some guys starting that aren't even in your picks. Um, do you like John Collins or Talon Horton Tucker or even a, or either a Jordan Clarkson in some builds? I, I like Clarkson in some builds, yeah, for where you'd pick him around like, you know, the 130s or whatnot because he still might get you 20 points per game. Um, Collins, yeah, I think. I mean, that's why I want to see how this team rolls out because Kelly Olenek like kind of fell into the background a little bit last year with the Jazz, but he was still bloody like influential with his threes and his assists so but i don't think collins has that kind of impact so i'm keen to see this um i think collins can still return a little bit but i'm very keen to see how the jazz roll out and larry marketed so with the kings they had a fantastic year last year um you've got you've got yeah yeah exactly um didn't i suppose succeed in the playoffs but they'll be better for it um Look, is there anybody on Sacramento's sort of bench waiver wire pickups that we could that we're going to be keeping an eye on? Um, maybe a Malik Monk or anyone yeah, Monk. like that. Monk's yeah. the only one I think he, he can. He's he's a flamethrower. He can get you those points, same as like what Clarkson does. But he doesn't get you much else. But that can be valuable if you need points. So Monk's the one to watch there. Um, but that's about it. We've got. Oh, geez, we have another tight line. Good Lord. Sacramento minus 1.5, Maddie. I'll let you pick first. Okay. I'm I'm taking the Kings at minus 1.5. Yeah, I'll take the Jazz. I'll get spicy Ooh, okay. with it. Okay. I like it. All right. All right. Let's, let's head into da- let's Yeah, Dallas versus the Spurs. And Ooh, what I want to watch is how the center minutes pan out. 
Um, well, just okay. they've said that Derek Lively is going to start. Um, I've actually liked Rickon Holmes in the in the past. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I just want to see what happens. Um, whether Derek Lively starts and then comes off and plays a lot less minutes. Uh, we've still got Powell there. He's been there for years yeah. and years. Look, yeah, I, that's that's where I think the opportunity is going to come with this Dallas team. Um, complete respect for you for not going the way of every single other person and not starting this with how I can't wait to watch how Wemby goes tomorrow. So credit to you, Matrix. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I'm interested to see how this uh, lineup goes because, yeah, lively power, Holmes, who bloody knows? So I guess Jason Kidd probably doesn't even know yet. Um, and the one to watch there is obviously does Luka Doncic play? Um, we know that yeah. he had that injury in preseason. Um, so if he doesn't play, Jaden Hardy is a is a definite pickup for the game. Um, and while Luke is not in there, so uh, and I'm also keen to see our Aussie boy Josh Green. Um, I just want to see how he fits in. I want to see how his role goes if he's a starting small forward there because I don't think Prosper played very well at all. Um, so uh, I want to see how Joshy Green rolls into this team. I think Kyrie gets a massive bump too with uh, with Luca out. So oh yeah, yeah. I mean Hardy demands a lot. Of, like he'll demand a lot of the ball just because that's the type of player he is. Even though he doesn't, he's a second year player. Um, so, but yeah, it, it's a massive boost everywhere for Kyrie. Look, okay, let's get into the Spurs and let's talk about the go. hot topic in the NBA. Jeremy Sohan. Jeremy Sohan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's going to be Brilliant. starting at point guard. Um, I know I said on my last show with G, um, Trey Jones definitely isn't a drop. In 17 minutes, he got more assists than Sohan. I think that this is a little bit of an experiment and Trey Jones is the better point guard. But all eyes will be on Victor Wembenyama. Zach Collins is a game-time decision, uh, which might move Sohan back down to a power forward anyway, and you have to force a Wemby to center. Look, there's a lot of things that could happen. But just enjoy the glory that is Victor Wembanyama. Yeah, I agree. Um, can't wait to see him go out there. He's he's an absolute alien. So, um, yeah, I'll be watching this game with all intent. Um, I also kind of want to see what the hell happens with Kelvin Johnson, just because I don't think he does anything else uh, besides score the ball, and he doesn't do that very well. So with Wemby there, he probably doesn't get as much and I don't know how he really fits in anymore. Uh, but I'm with you. I think Trey Jones is still the uh, the point guard there. So, uh, yeah, so that's our – I'm waiting to see. I can't wait to see how this uh, San Antonio team all shapes up. It's going to be very, very interesting to see. Uh, we have the line Dallas minus four, an interesting line there with uh, Luca maybe not playing. What are you thinking, Matty? Yeah, I'm taking Dallas. Taking Dallas, damn. Uh, yeah, I thought I was going to be able to suck you into that. Yeah, I'll also take Dallas and bank on Luca playing. Don't stress. We'll leave that one. And we get into our last game, Portland versus the Clippers. Clippers are another mm-hmm. one of those teams that there's only like four people owned in most of your waivers. Yeah, um, yeah look, of course, there's your Westbrooks, there's your, there's your PGs, there's your Kawhi Leonard, uh, Zubach. Is mainly mm-hmm. could be an opportunity for people like your Norman Powell and that to um to get some buckets for Roko to get some blocks for yep. um Plum yep. Dog Millionaire to get some minutes. Um, <laughs> is there anyone that you're targeting on the Clippers? Yes, 
There is actually. Um, Robert Covington is apparently going to be the starter for the Clippers and he's overtaking um, whichever one of the Morris twins um, plays there. Um, If he starts, he can get steals, blocks, threes, rebounds. It's a good um, it's a good source of all those extra categories. So uh, yeah, if he actually does get the minutes and gets the starting nod, then shit, I'm in. I'm, I'll I'll have a swing on Covington again just to see if he can return that for me. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think Portland will be good? I think they will be competitive, um, but I'm not sure if they'll be good. I don't think they'll be a 500 team this year. But I think they'll, with Scoot and Simons and Aiden, I think they'll be competitive. Um, hopefully Aiden turns his attitude around because he was shit in Phoenix. Um, couldn't get a rebound, just didn't want to be there, didn't want to look like he played basketball, just wanted to go out and chase black BBLs every night. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how he goes. I think he's got a lot of talent. It's just if he wants to do it. Yeah, and look, it's going to be interesting to watch. I think that we will see a lot of just shots getting jacked by Henderson and and Anthony Simons and just see what happens. Um, Aiton isn't that worker in there. Um, And maybe a Robert Williams or somebody like that will be able to dig out that role and become a worker and do the dirty work while these guys take all those flashy shots and Jeremy Grant sits in the corner and makes his shot. Look, It'll be interesting, um, but there is the opportunity for some people from Portland to, um, yeah. I, su- I suppose, get a role. Um, you know, you're, you're Robert Williams the third. I saw him dropped in one league. Um, I wouldn't be rushing out to get a Matisse Thibel or somebody like that. Um, Shaden Sharp should take a lot of high-quality shots um, if the offense gets moving correctly. But, yeah, we've just got to see what happens. And I think your best bet is to not add anybody from Portland, but watch the game and see what happens. Yeah, absolutely agree. We've got to see how this lineup turns out first before we uh, we start making any of those rash decisions, as we, as we say. Um, you know, it doesn't matter about these first couple of games. you just got to watch and research and take your notes and figure it out from there. Because remember, this is a marathon, not a sprint. But if you can get on, I know that I added Desmond Bain about 10 minutes into his first game in that breakout year, kept him for the whole year. Like if you're watching, don't be afraid just to add a guy. Like if it looks like Matisse Thibault is going to be playing 40 minutes a night and getting five steals a game or or some outlier (laughs) that nobody expected, um, just get out there. Just add him and see what happens, Mm -hmm. hey. Yeah, don't be afraid to take those risks in this first week. Like, if you lose it, you lose it. It gives a shit. Where we're looking for the, uh, we're looking for the long haul. All right. Um, oh, let's the wrap line. It up. oh, the line. Tell me the line. Clippers minus nine and a half. Jesus, they get no respect for Portland. What you you do you? Ever, do you oh, I. Yeah, I, I, minus nine and a half. I kind of nah. I like Clippers. I'll, I'll take the disrespect. Fucking fuck! I was going to take the Clippers. That's why I was. <laughs> to you. I'll take Portland. Soul. I'll take Portland. Let's go. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all, right. all right, mate. It's been a pleasure. Um, 
I look forward to seeing you soon. I'm going to Fiji for yeah. a week, so uh, so the boys will boys will tie it over for me. Yeah, enjoy Fiji, you lucky bastard. This was a great time, and uh, hopefully you can work on that tan and uh, don't uh, don't get too pissed with all the rugby boys over there. I will do. Um, you're listening <laughs> to the Inside Fantasy Sports Podcast. Cheerio. <laughs>